the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And welcome to the second hour of the Randy Corcoran program on this December 2nd, 2023. Matt Dunn in for Randy tonight. I'll be back tomorrow, 4 to 7 p.m. Would just love it if your ears were back, too, tomorrow, 4 to 7 p.m. We own that Sunday time slot, I mean. We just bang that time slot like a drum for quite a few years over there. Yes, I've started up my brand new mindful dental practice. You're invited to check in anytime. It's a wonderful place with some wonderful colleagues, if I may say. Saw this tweet from Jeff Clark, who's a wonderful attorney, kind of uh, standing up to the Beltway predations to lawfare. And he says this, walking around Capitol Hill these days, I am no longer seeing Ukrainian flags on lawns and in windows. It's amazing how the minds of leftists are so easily whipped into the latest thing frenzy. Poof! Then things just pass to the next fad. I suppose the Ukraine thing is now kaput. And it is kaput. That was a catastrophic, bloody, expensive failure that our establishment, State Department, establishment foreign policy ginned up. They whipped up full court press on the propaganda. From the start, yours truly, host Dunn, said, nope, don't do this. This is really dumb. And I took a little heat. Some some people got mad at me for saying, but now playing out just like we expected. It's kaput. They uh, have wasted billions and hundreds of thousands of lives, Ukrainian lives, lost generation over there. Absolute disaster mess. Yeah, Trump... He had the foreign policy of peace. Peace was the prize. No more wars. Think of how many billions upon billions of dollars we saved having Trump in office without without starting up wars all around the world. And, yeah, the establishment wanted him to gin up something against Iran and a bunch of other countries, but he wanted peace. He did. And, by the way, uh, Fox, just Fox News went to a, a, a bar in Georgia and they were asking folks, hey, who's going to win in 2024? Who's going to win? And guess what? Everybody said Trump. Everyone. Who do you think is going to win this election? Trump. What about you, sir? Trump. Yep. And what about you, sir? Donald Trump. Ditto. Ditto. What about you? Same. You think Donald Trump's going to win? What about yes, you, sir, sir. I think so, too. So, of course, uh, we're in Georgia, and it's pretty much Trump country. So I'm not surprised that you got a lot of folks that feel like Donald Trump is going to win. Yes. Yeah, so Fox goes to a bar and put a microphone in front of everybody in the bar. And just in that clip, there's like, who's going to win? Trump. Who's going to win? Trump. Who's going to win? Trump. Trump. Trumpity. Trump. And then the announcer is like, uh, well, this is Trump country, I guess. Well, yeah, but. The Governor Kemp of Georgia is a absolutely worthless MAGA rhino type. Just the, I mean, uh, uh, rhino type, not MAGA at all, anti-hostile to MAGA. And then Raffensperger, the Secretary of State in Georgia, oh, bad. 
worst of the rhinos, and they're they're still doing their thing. And by the way, Tucker Carlson, he did not react well. I'll be going to the phones in a second, by the way. Uh, Tucker Carlson did not react well to that FBI raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago. And ever since then, that was a Rubicon for him. He's been all in actively supporting Donald Trump. Shem Horn on Twitter says that is the proper opinion, the only proper opinion you can have after you see the Stasi, the KGB, the FBI raid Trump's Mar-a-Lago. And I agree with that. Any other response but to support Donald Trump fervently after that FBI, Stasi, KGB raid on Mar-a-Lago means you are saying yes to the gulag. You want the police state. You want to live in a gulag. That's what you want. People who do not stand up against that, which means all the single-digit dwarves in the Republican primary, that means DeSantis. That means Nikki Haley. That means Chris Christie. They're trying to profit from that. They're seeing the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago and then lead on to the mugshot and the rest of it. They're seeing that as their entree, their opportunity for their own political glory because they can head up the gulag. I say no to that. And here's what Tucker said about that. What do you think? I certainly support Trump. I'll tell you that. And I can tell you, I mean, I've always agreed with Trump's policies, always. And I lost friends over it. Um, But, and I've never really actively supported anybody because it's not my job to actively support people. I watch, you know, I like to watch. Um, (laughs) But I'm a voyeur. Yeah. (laughs) But I became an active Trump supporter when they raided Mar-a-Lago last summer, the summer of 2022. That, that, that's just, that can't stand. No, that can't. And that I was ag- something. agree with Trump on a lot. But even if I disagreed with Trump on a lot, I'd still be a Trump supporter because you cannot allow that. You cannot allow the, you know, the regime, the president of the United States to use the Justice Department to knock the front runner out of the race. You can't do that. No, you can't do that. So it's bigger than Trump. It's bigger than Biden. It's a question of, you know, do you want to live in a free country with a functioning justice system? You know, that's exactly. And right. so I'm voting for Trump. And if they convict him, I will send him the max donations and I will lead protests. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Because and by the way, if I thought that he had committed some real crime, I wouldn't feel that way. But he didn't. He and Biden are both found with classified documents at home, along with every other former high level federal official in history. But only Trump is indicted. Like, tell me how that works. Oh, shut up. Nailed it. Nailed it. Tucker Carlson. I do hope they consider Tucker for VP. There's a little boomlet going on. Tucker for VP with Trump. I'm hearing Ben Carson mentioned as possible VP from inside Trump circles. We shall see. But once again, if you're comfortable, if you're sitting out there lazy and comfortable with the KGB raiding Trump's Mar-a-Lago, ladies and gentlemen, then everything that is coming to you that the police state will be bestowing upon you moving forward is on you. Okay? which is why this is a primary like no other and why I do not give an inch of credit to the frauds like DeSantis and Nikki Haley and Chris Christie and the rest of them. Not one inch, zero, and have not all the way along because they're trying to throw Trump in jail for the rest of his life. And if they're not trying to throw DeSantis or Nikki or Chris Christie in jail for the rest of their lives, it's because... The gulag likes them. The gulag can work with them, and they will get on top. They won't because they're in single digits going nowhere, and nobody likes them. But if they get on top, it'll just be more gulag, more police state, more deep state rule. Those are the stark choices heading for 2024. Does the deep state run this country and run this show, 
Or could there be freedom and liberty and the American middle class, the American individual living in this constitutional republic, enjoying the liberties and blessings of freedom? That is the choice. It is very clear cut. Amidst all the noise and all the propaganda you see and all the corporate predations trying to ban free speech. By the way, Roseanne Barr, that was Tucker on the Roseanne Barr, she had her TV show canceled. They, she went through the whole cancel thing, and now she's back. Better than ever, stronger than ever, more outspoken than ever. I have to say, I never liked that Roseanne Barr TV show. <laughs> I just never liked it. <laughs> of course, I don't watch any TV, but I never liked that show. But boy, when she came out and she's like a MAGA person, I was like, hey, new respect. I probably should go back and watch that TV show now, Roseanne. Anyway, let's start saying our hellos and... Brian, in Arvada. Glad you're here, Brian. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How's your holidays going? So far, so good. We're in the spirit. Got the lights up and the whole deal. You know how it is. Man, when I was a kid, I want to be your kid. You guys always have fun. You're rolling all over the mountain, having a great time. Yeah, we like to think so, you know, doing stuff, <laughs> getting outdoors. Yeah, you know you know what you were saying about uh we elect them, guys, not to rule us, but to represent us. But now it's getting to rule us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we, we've kind of crossed the threshold, uh, you know, somewhat and whatnot. Mm. I've noticed that. And it's not a good turn. It's an authoritarian turn. It's a fascist turn. When you get these you corporations going after Elon Musk. Do you think though? Uh, there, I mean, a, I can't believe everybody can't see this. It's so I know. obvious. Well, they're I so mean, it's, blanketed. It's almost dumb at this point. Well, yeah. I mean, they they, they can't pierce the propaganda, and uh, you know, that's the thing about humans. There's a, there's an awful lot of sheep out there. Awful lot of sheep. All we need is just enough millions of Americans to wake up, open their eyes, and realize, oh, oh, I, no, I don't want to live in a prison. I don't want to live in a Soviet gulag. I don't want to live under fascism. All you need is a few more million to wake up. And I think, look at the poll data. It's happened. It is happening. And that's why the people on top are so darn scared and so darn nervous. And, I mean, they're they're freaks to begin with, but their paranoia is really kicking in. <laughs> well, they are freaks. And you know what's funny? You know, if you have any doubt about the Uniparty guys, I mean, uh, the mystery's over. The writing's on the wall. Okay, they go after George Santos. Meanwhile, they got some guy, I guess it was Swalwell or something, sleeping with Fang Fang. Chinese spy. And he was actually on the National Security Board. I mean, this thing is stupid. And you got that Bob guy taking gold bars. You got Bowman pulling fire alarms. But the Republicans, they're just such, uh, you know, honest and uh, moral people. They go after George Santos. Yeah, they feel holy, like they've got the high ground because we just knocked our majority down. In a Congress full of clowns, they choose one of their own. They don't go for Jamal Bowman. They don't go for just outright liar, Adam Schiff. Um, They go for one of their own. The whole thing's a mess. We're the dumb party. Maybe, I don't know if we're corrupt or not. I'm thinking we're, we're, you know, a lot of them are corrupt, but we are the truly dumb party like we're all stupid and we're just gonna go okay guys you really got him um we lost a a vote though i mean maybe we should have thought this thing through you know just a a little bit more and whatnot i say take santos out at the same time you take schiff out and bowman out 
and a few other clowns thrown in. But not before. But they went for the before, and they'll never get to the to the shifts and the Bowmans. You understand how this works? It's just yeah, in, in your it's face, ridiculous. man. It's in your face. They're they're just rubbing your nose in it, Brian. I know. And you remember when? Uh, oh, just a couple of days ago, Blackburn said, "Hey guys, I want to subpoena the Epstein flights." And Dick Durbin was like, well, we ain't got quite time for that. I mean, these are child molesters and stuff. He ain't got time for that, but he can, uh, you know, uh, swear in all these uh, activist judges. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I hope people wake up. <laughs> yeah, that is a total it's deep so state dumb. thing there. It's like right in your face, stupid. Yeah. Durbin protects the, uh, the, the Epstein client list. Senator Durbin. Can't get uh, those names. They've, they haven't done anything on that, that client. That, that's like state secrets protected information, but they'll still raid Mar-a-Lago, and they'll still mugshot Trump, yeah. you see, and the rhinos will support that. So we're that. all supposed to look beyond the child molesters and stuff, even though we know we all have kids and grandkids, and, you know. So we're supposed to go, well, don't worry about the child molesters and whatnot. Exactly. we got other businesses to take care of. That's what they're telling you. I mean, you. it's so stupid. It's right in everybody's face. How long do you think Durbin can hide this? He's going to have to bring up the vote, and they're going to have to vote. They're going to have to make an excuse. Well, that's the thing. These these rhinos, they, they don't care. I mean, life is a, can't be pleasant for them because every time they turn around, they're getting calls and emails and tweets and social media posts just ripping them from their constituents. The rhino extremists. Remember, the rhinos are the extremists. The MAGA people are the centrists and the moderates. And that, that one doesn't get portrayed that way in the media, of course, but they always get who the extremists are wrong. It's the people running this country that are extreme, wacko, freak job nuts, okay? And it's the MAGA centrism standing up to it, putting America first right there yeah. in the middle, the heartland of this country, centrist, moderate, standing up to the extreme rhinos, the extreme globalists, the extreme Biden administration and all the things they've been doing. Make sure we understand that. Everybody must understand that. But we're always told the opposite. you got to penetrate that one. Well, don't listen to what they say. Pay attention to what they avoid, and then you'll, you'll figure out who they are. I mean, it's not that hard, people. No, <laughs> you, you would think so. And that's why we're the elite around here, because it's not hard for us around here. It's just not a challenge. But, you know, there's a lot of folks just bathing in it, can't see through it. And, uh, you know, the sheep um, the sheep will be herded, a bunch of them. And, um, well, that, what percent of the country made us free when, you know, you remember the song when the uh, – man, now I'm forgetting it. But when the British attacked, what percent – they say it's only 10 percent. We need 10 percent to actually be not cowards and be strong and actually through see through the lies. Yeah, and we've so. we've got it now. That's the thing, is that the propaganda isn't working. After, um, what, are, what are we, eight-plus years of propaganda saying the same stuff and ramping up, oh, Trump is Hitler, Trump is Mussolini, and all the rest of it. <laughs> I mean, you know— then you look back at his administration of the peace and the prosperity and never did even anything Hitler-like. It's If you want to, the Hitler-Mussolini stuff, you've got to get to the Biden administration. That's when it all started really happening. So um, 
They're militating they, against that. What they accuse you of is what they're doing. I mean, at this yeah. point, guys, it's obvious. It's almost stupid obvious. Kind of like the masks don't protect you. It's just dumb at this point. So right. hopefully, uh, you know, people wake up and whatnot. Yeah, well, it's happening. And that's that's why Joe Scarborough on Morning Joe is flipping out, you know? And that that's why the, the rhetoric they're using is uh, hyperventilating... Um, absolute nonsense because they are nervous and they feel like they get up in the morning and they say their stuff on their propaganda shows and it doesn't work and it's like mm, hard on them well well they were offered a lot of money to sell the country out just like all those pundits on cnn kind of like ken buck now i don't know they might have had something against ken buck and the fbi came in and maybe he had no choice maybe like hey ken you know you were on Lolito Express over here. We're going to rat you out, so you got to do it. We say, I don't know what happened with old Kenny, but we know he, you know, we know he's compromised either way. So it doesn't even matter at this point. Yeah. No, no point in even speculating. You know, when they, when they show, <clears throat> like you said, look at what they do, um, and uh, when it does not match anything to do with their rhetoric, well, no thanks, no use for them. But Brian. Thank you, my man, up in Arvada. Happy you, holidays. Yep. Merry Christmas to you, Brian. Keep Arvada cool, if you would. And if you're on the phone lines, keep on hanging on. We shall return quite shortly. It's Matt Dunn in for Randy Corcoran. Stay close. There we go. The great Santa Monica song by Everclear. Get out past the breakers. Watch the world die. Do you feel like you're watching the country die? Man, it's just it's just time to speak up, folks, and make your make your voices heard and see through, see through the yeah uh, losing Republican Party ways. And yeah, I mean it's just Trump's the the only hope. MAGA is the only hope. We've been going through it, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm off to the phones again, but uh, I wanted to get this McCarthy clip in. Kevin McCarthy. Steve Bannon says that it was McCarthy that got Santos out. McCarthy trying to make life harder for the new speaker, Johnson. McCarthy trying to sabotage the GOP majority. Like we're saying, Santos, he's a clown. But what about Jamal Bowman, the fire alarm guy? What about Adam Schiff, the Russia hoaxer liar, J6 hoaxer liar, that guy? Go down the list, folks, and they choose one of their own, but... Here's Kevin McCarthy threatening Matt Gates. Ho ho. We're having a civil war in the Republican Party in Congress. Civil war and McCarthy that establishment rhino backstabbing Kevin McCarthy who did not live up to any of his promises as speaker is out there. Oh, he's come is he going to is he threatening Matt Gates here? Wants to get rid of Matt Gates? Wants to get Matt Gates to endure the Santos treatment as well. Listen to this one. We beat more than double digits of Democrats, and we could even have our biggest election this cycle. And I want to make sure I'm a part of not just having won two majorities, but growing this majority even stronger. I'm going to yeah. continue to do my part. How has your life changed now with the new speaker? Do you think that you're going to be able to get these appropriations bills done in this two-laddered approach that Mike Johnson has come up with? 
Well, I think uh, I think Johnson was very smart about making sure keeping our troops paid, especially in the Mediterranean where they are right now. Unfortunately, we had a number of members doing the exact same thing they did before, uh, of stopping bills from moving forward. We're going to have to come together. Uh, we, we do know this is really driven, as you know, and you've had in this show, Matt Gates' ethics complaint. I think once that ethics complaint comes forward, he could have the same problem as Santos has, and I think the conference would be probably better united to be able to move forward and get this all done. Oh, you heard that. He got it in at the end, right at the end of the Marie about the Romo segment there, saying, yeah, they're coming for you, Matt Gates. Matt Gates is the guy that got McCarthy out as phony Speaker of the House, and McCarthy's there to say, oh, Matt Gates, we get rid of you. We're going to be more united. We're going to do better without you, Matt Gates, and your ethics complaints manufactured by the deep state. Already been looked into. <laughs> yeah, that's the people that we have running the Republican Party. Skunks. Passionate about losing. So many conservative commentators out there are so passionate about losing. They want to be losing and they devote so much of their energy to hectoring and lecturing Republican voters, callers, people who are not as passionate about losing as they are. But they want to tell you, no, you got to get passionate about losing. That's how you do it. While we watch the world die, right? At some point, you just like, oh, come on. Just, you know what, blank you. That's what, that's what Elon's saying to these corporate slave driver people trying to eliminate free speech on his platform. Yeah, blank you is what he's saying. You ever think about that? Let's say hello to the great American. Eric is touching base. Eric, how are you? And welcome. Hey, you great American. <clears throat> Excuse me. The excitement on radio rolls on when your show is on the air, my Amen. brother. Amen. Just like the Alabama tide rolled over Georgia Bulldog. And you're from Alabama. I saw a note. Yes, I you am. Sent a text you're from Alabama. <laughs> you betcha. Sweet home. Birmingham. Yeah. Alabama. Where were you born? Matt uh, Dunn? I was born right here in Colorado. I'm a Coloradoan. Colorado native. Man, you should have been governor years ago, man. <laughs> well, come on. Good point. If I'd have known that. But your sister, when she saying, wasn't she in Iowa or somewhere? Uh, you had her? My sister? Yeah, well, your sister-in-law, when she said the superstar country girl. Oh, my cousin, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. cousin, okay. Another Colorado <laughs> native, Claire Dunn. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Wow, how she, uh, what a voice. Oh, yeah. She's I remember that. Singer-songwriter, made it big in Nashville, now doing all kinds of stuff. And actually, Randy Corcoran, Randy Corcoran, was up a few weeks ago. I was filling in here for him. He was up in Loveland, Colorado at a GOP event, and Claire Dunn was doing the national anthem. She she drove up there to do the national anthem at that event, and Corcoran sent me a text uh, of, you know, hey, I'm up here hanging out with your cousin in Loveland. It was awesome. And I was what? holding the fort down here. Well, you know, that would attract all of your 200-plus million listeners that you have on, you know, on Sundays, drawing us to the radio station. If you would get her CDs, you can help her promote her music, and then we'll just line up, and you hand them out, and we'll give you 50 bucks here, 
90 bucks there, you know. Yeah, well, more. You, got, you, know, <laughs> you know, like Joe the Plumber, you got to share the wealth <laughs> of what Obama said to him. And he died, too. Oh, he did? You know, yeah, Joe the Plumber died a, a while back. I did not know that. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Too bad. He was okay. a good guy. Well, but anyway, I want to get to my point real quick, you great American. Bring it. Hit that point. Okay. Ring that uh, bell. It was dumbfounded and was uh, pleased. I was very pleased that Mark Jones of Fox News interviewed Mark Fisher, the co-owner of Black Lives Matter in Rhode Island. If you could believe that. And he went to the, it was a short interview, and he went to the to the extreme that he says he loved Donald Trump on national TV on Fox News, Matt Dunn. You that didn't know that. One of the founders of Black Lives Matter has become disillusioned yes. with the Democrat Party, disillusioned with Biden, and says, I was wrong, and I'm going to be voting for Trump. That's what he said, a BLM founder, yeah. right? Mark? Fisher, yeah, yes, sir. And, uh, and is he also is he an African American? Well, come on, Matt, you can answer that. Yeah, Black well, Lives Matter, but yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, there's a lot of white people in there too. Yeah, yeah I was, I, was, I had to get so, you on that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh no, I, I, well, I probably deserve that it. That was but, cute, but you yeah. Know, so, so he's going for Trump. He's seeing the light. Yeah. Yeah, he said he loved Trump, too. You know, all everybody does. And I told you a long time ago, all the time I called you, it's in the barbershop. And Lawrence Jones specified that. He's a good guy from Texas, and that's who that was uh, uh, going to the bar that was on your clip when you had to uh, put him on, what, what's know, his name? on your show. The guy that was doing that Fox clip? Lawrence Jones. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and he's, uh, he's yeah. in Georgia, and everyone's like, yeah, Trump, Trump's going to win, Trump's going to win. But yep, hey, that's him. What, think about this. And by the way, when this BLM founder endorsed Donald Trump, you know what the DeSantis response was? Oh, man, BLM is endorsing Trump now. Trump's in bed with BLM. We can't have that. Oh, Trump is bad. Matt, I have this illusion in, this, in, in my head as you said that that Trump probably has to uh, let Mark Fisher borrow some of his Secret Service guys after endorsing Trump <laughs> for a little bit, you know? <laughs> but I'll tell you what, <laughs> but Trump I is polling. It. Trump is polling with the black community. Um, big time. Big Bigly. time. And, okay, now listen Bigly. to this. While you're here, okay. great American, you and I are here. We're hanging out. We're talking. And Rod Bogloyevich, and I know you know that name, right? Rod Bogloyevich? Yeah, he looks yeah. like he has uh, something on his head that don't belong, you know? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I was telling your better half, that you, you know more about politics than I do, great American. But So, so Rod, who was a, a former resident, you know, governor of Illinois, then he was like locked up for a while because I don't know what he did, but it was something bad, I'm sure. He Anybody? tried to sell Obama's Senate seat in oh, yeah, Illinois. Yeah. 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 Okay, that was bad. Shouldn't have done that, Rod. Anyway, um, <laughs> so so Rod comes out, and he, he tweeted this today. And this, see what you think of this. Quote, 
As a twice-elected Democrat governor grateful to the black community for their overwhelming support, I predict that in 2024, black voters who are sick and tired of being taken for granted by the Democrats will vote for Trump in record numbers, end quote. What do you think of that and, one? I, and the media, you know, with their polling, you know, like I always come to you about the, the barbershop hubbub, the media are lying until they're dying on the polls because Trump is loved through in and throughout with the black community in this whole United States and beyond. Matthew, yep. Dr. Dunn. It's happening. They're nervous. They see this happening. And, um, you know, I was looking at numbers similar to this back in 2020, and then the whole BLM thing came along. Because I said, oh, the establishment has got to be panicking because they're seeing black support for Trump going so high. What are they going to do? And then all of a sudden, the BLM thing happens, and they start burning down cities all over the United States of America, right? How many billions of dollars in damage? That's what happened. I'm surprised Maxine Waters hasn't had a heart attack after that news came out with Mark Fisher <laughs> endorsing President Donald J. Trump. Mark Fisher. Okay, I'm going to jump yeah. I don't know his name. And so. M A R K. Yeah, Mark Fisher. Yeah. Like Fisher Price toys that you always buy for your beautiful, loving, lovely children. Yeah. Fisher Price. <laughs> Fisher- I, know, I know it well. And- I, I step I on those do. things. I step on those things at night, in the dark. You know, like stepping on a Lego. But real and, quick, real quick, and oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying about Sheila Jackson Lee up there in Texas. I could hear her and Maxine Waters both on the phone. We got to take this guy out. Where we've never been to Rhode Island before. How did we get there? <laughs> you know. I know, but see, the response of DeSantis is, is oh no. Black people are voting for Trump. BLM people are going to vote for Trump. That's terrible. We can't grow the Republican Party. But see, Trump does better with Hispanics, Asians, and blacks than any other Republican candidate by magnitudes. And that is why the uh, Beltway's trying to get rid of him, arrest him, throw him in jail, mugshot him, raid Mar-a-Lago, hoax about him, <laughs> lie about him, the rest of it. And by the way, before, Trump, before I let you march on, Eric, I just I read, finally, I, I just read the first uh, Jack Reacher novel or thriller. And uh, there's there's a whole bunch of scenes in this barber shop in uh, Georgia. They're in it takes place in Georgia, and it's uh-huh. it's an African American style barber shop. And Jack Reacher goes in and he's hanging out. And I have to tell you, I just I was thinking of you reading about those barber shop scenes because you're you you've been our our guy out there uh, keeping tabs on what's going on and what people are saying at the barber shop. And your sense is. That it's 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 kind of going MAGA, huh? Going a little America first, huh? Yes, sir. It is. It's exciting, and you know it's going to carry on because um, the beautiful white people out there. We know we got them. We got the black folks. We got the brown folks. I mean, I just can hardly wait until it's time to vote because I think Trump's going to do like Peter Strzok, Stroke, and Lisa um, Page. Remember when he oh, said yeah. that Trump, yeah, that Hillary should have won a hundred million to zero. I think it's going to be Trump, uh, 
2,000 million, if that's such a number, <laughs> to zero. Let's just watch this play. Let's enjoy it. And if you would, Eric, stay close with us and you know keep tabs on how and what what you're hearing, what you're seeing, and share it with Absolutely. us if you would, because th- this is momentous stuff. It's big time. I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring you and um, Blakey Blake Blake. You guys gonna be there tomorrow for burritos? Is Blake gonna be with you? Yes, indeed, we'll be here. And I'll call him. We'll bring appetites. But great American, okay. you are God the greatest. And as I said, you your knowledge of politics is just staggering. When I, when I have questions about stuff, I'm going to call you. Say, what, what's Rush this? Limbaugh. What's this Rush about? Limbaugh taught me. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh taught me, big baby. Right and on. much love. Okay. All right, great American. Bye now. You stay groovy. Okay. Talk soon. It's Matt Dunn. I'm in for Randy Corporate on the phone lines. Hang on. They are full, but um, we'll try to free one up after a bit. Matt Dunn and for Randy Corcoran, back in a flash. There we go, Echo and the Bunny Men. We always play their music around Easter time for obvious reasons. That's the Killing Moon. That song popped into my head the other day, and I said, I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it in for the glory of the bumper music right here. Matt Dunn in for Randy Corcoran tonight. Be back tomorrow, 4 to 7 p.m., and, yeah, great conversations and text to studio. Thanks, everybody, for checking right in with us and, yeah, keeping us on track. And I was going to uh, mention, we were just talking about DeSantis. I got a quick point on DeSantis. And then, uh, but uh, Great American Eric says that he was educated by Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. And, um, that makes a lot of sense, but you, you know, you sit down, you talk to you talk to Eric, and boy, does he know his stuff and the names and the issues, and he remembers it all. But RFK, RFK, the guy running as an independent now, trying to act like he's uh, like no longer what he used to be, and he's kind of a kind of conservative now in a lot of ways, trying to harm Donald Trump in his bid as an independent. That's that's the whole point of RFK. Um, but I just keep bringing stuff up about his crazy leftist, globalist, enviro, wacko, gun grabber history. Histoire, as Limbaugh would say. And here, here's RFK attacking Rush Limbaugh. I take this personally. I'm sure great American Eric takes this personally. Leader who was able to gather the most support was Rush Limbaugh. And he has a full 13% of the Republican Party who sees him as the most dynamic national spokesman for the Republican Party. And, of course, he's a nutcase. He's a, he's a, he's a wing nut. Well, I'm, he's I'm, a, like, rad, a radical, crazy, oh, yeah. drug-addled drug wing nut. No, I think, you and know, then, I, I've said it before. And I, I, oh, RFK, RFK, trying to convince us he's changed. I, I, I don't believe any of this. I, 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 I. I believe I'm no longer. That's my RFK imitation. Not bad. Not bad if I do say, I rush wingnut radical. Um, See, yeah, there he is. Colin Rush Limbaugh, a nutcase in a wingnut. Oh, we will not be having any uh, Republicans voting for RFK. Okay, that's just, that's just... I want everybody to do their own thing, make up their own minds. You're free to do whatever you want, with one exception. Don't vote for this guy, RFK. (laughs) Just kidding. I mean, 
Yeah. I, uh, uh. I won't do that imitation again. It's just bad. And one other quick point. Uh, Paul Ryan has uh, come out endorsing Nikki Haley. And DeSantis apparently is personally devastated by this. DeSantis is a big warshipper, longtime friend of Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan, one of the worst America last speakers we've ever had. So bad. So bad. I've met him a time or two. Paul Ryan, not a big fan. In fact, he's just one of the worst. One of the reasons why you just cringe at the Republican Party. And anyway, um, so Paul Ryan is trying to get uh, a representative, Mike Gallagher, Wisconsin, to vote for, to endorse Nikki Haley. And he, he says this, quote, I think now is the time for a guy like you to endorse Nikki Haley. Plus, her foreign policy worldviews track closest to yours. She brings the most excitement. I like Ron DeSantis, but don't think he is the growth stock. Nikki is. Um, just following up per our talk in September, end quote. So, oh, no. Disloyal DeSantis just got thrown to the curb by disloyal Paul Ryan. <laughs> and apparently DeSantis is devastated. He's devastated. Oh, poor guy. Now, DeSantis has been 100 percent disloyal to Donald Trump. Trump built that guy. And now there is Paul Ryan being disloyal to DeSantis and DeSantis, does he have any grounds to complain about disloyalty right now? Does he have even one, even one legitimate complaint about disloyalty to make? Um, I don't think so. No, not thinking so. So, uh, yeah, that's just kind of how it goes in Never Trump zone, Never Trump land. No loyalty amongst that crowd. And again, Nikki Haley. <laughs> I mean, no, not even a chance. She's sitting here in the Harris X poll, 7%, 7%, which is 61 points behind Trump. Yeah. And they're going to try to waste more money building up this Nikki juggernaut. No one likes her. She's just the neocon, formerly on the board of Boeing. Trump calls her bird brain. And I do think that's funny. <laughs> it's, it's, that's, that's not exactly a night, but it's, it's damn funny. You got to admit Let's just say hello now to Philip in Aurora. Philip, hey, glad uh, you're here. Glad I'm here too. Uh, I'm glad for Matt Gates. I really like what Charlie Kirk is doing to get the word out. But this might be kind of a downer, introspective phone call. No problem. My question is, what we when we say stuff like the grassroots or MAGA believes that hey, stuff like George Santos. I mean, he voted with us. Why are we getting rid of him? Or, you know, let's get a new speaker, Mike Johnson. Let's, you know, do some things that are good for us. But when we say stuff like the grassroots is for or MAGA is for, and yet we have all these rhinos that are in the legislator legislation. I mean, are we fooling ourselves that we really do have the votes to kind of move this country forward? Or are we just you're talking about in Congress? We don't have the votes in Congress to do anything because there's always that handful of rhinos like Ken Buck that will go over and not impeach Mayorkas and that will send more billions to Ukraine and support every Biden grandiose appropriations bill. And there's a McCain who will help sanctify Obamacare. That's the rig. That's the racket. You get these fake conservatives, these actual rhinos, just get a couple of them to move over across the aisle to get everything the Uniparty wants and the establishment wants. There's there's just no point in even 
fooling ourselves at all, and I don't think we are. You know, that's we, we understand okay. exactly what the rhinos are up to, and they will get everything uniparty through. And the leaders that we've had, McCarthy when he was Speaker, or McConnell in the Senate, they'll find a way to get a few people to go traitor and backstab their own voters, and that's just how it works. Has for decades. Yeah. I, I just threw Ken Buck's book away. I should have sent it back to him. <laughs> yeah. the swamp, Drain the Swamp, right? Drain the Swamp, yeah. Yeah. He needs to write the sequel, don't you think, Philip? Yeah. It's called, yeah, called Join sure. the Swamp. Embrace the Swamp. Love the Swamp. Become part of the Swamp. Sell out your red district voters and embrace CNN. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's all I had. Yeah. Well, but... How do you see it? I mean, uh, are you uh, on the MAGA team, on the Trump team, or wh- where are you in the primary, Philip? Um, I was – I'm definitely going to vote for Trump. I was going to go independent and vote for uh, Kennedy just to mess with uh, Biden. Ah. But I'm in Jason Crow's area, so I'm kind of stuck. Well, yeah, but uh, for the GOP primary or for the for, for the 2024 election – you know, well, uh, for the that, representative, but yeah, but, but you just Trump heard for... RFK saying that Rush Limbaugh is a wingnut and a nutcase and a radical drug addicted, whatever. Yeah, I and don't he's know. also the trans. He wants to be the trans president, so forget him. Yeah, and uh, gun grabber, the rest of it. He's all into uh, AOC's Green New Deal wacko stuff there, big time on the uh, environmental wacko stuff. Anyway, I'm just yeah. I'm I'm just if I could put on my therapist hat for a moment and you do whatever you want to do. <laughs> but but oh man, this RFK guy is uh, a yeah, you, you're it. talking about a fraud. No way, man. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I was I kind of bought into the macho idea, but no, I'm not not once even independent. I just wanted to mess with the Democrats. But how oh. about this lady lady baller trailer taking Le- on the trans agenda? Um, haven't seen that one. Hmm. Uh, Lady Baller. It's a. You got to be a subscriber to uh, Daily Wire, but it's. Oh, okay. Uh, totally making fun of the trans movement. It's pretty funny. You should just see the trailer. They make fun of five, five things in two, in two minutes. I can't imagine what the whole movie is going to be about. Oh, well. Wow. Very so, good. Yeah, they're going after the the woke stuff over at Daily Wire, but uh, yeah. well, Philip out there in Aurora. Thank you for checking in. Glad to hear your voice. Right. And if you would, stay close with us. And, yeah, excellent points you have made, sir, as ever. And um, let's see, on the phone lines, keep on hanging on. We don't have all that much time, but David in San Francisco is checking in. David, welcome aboard. How are you, Matt? Do um, you remember who uh, Lord Ha Ha was? Lord Ha Ha. Yeah, he was like, uh, you know, Tokyo Rose was the propagandist, and Lord Ha Ha, she was the propagandist for Japan during World War II, and Lord Ha Ha was for Germany during World War II. And they both, uh, I think they were both hung at the after the war. So it's funny you talk about uh, uh, Roseanne, you know, giggling, uh, you know, as, as she's talking to uh, uh, the, uh, yeah, Tucker. Uh, I mean, you know, this whole idea of killing Americans uh, with anti-vaxxing crap, uh, giving us bad advice about whether or not to support uh, Gaza or bad advice about supporting the Ukraine, 
they're going to go down in history as as the Lord Ha Ha's and Tokyo Roses. Same with Rush. You know, he was uh, from southern Missouri, Cape Girardeau. Uh, I spent some time down there when I was young, and uh, people were terrified of his family because they were mixtures of Klan and Nazis. They ah. were the ones that helped so you sabotage like the, America. The RFK thing on that. And are, are you in favor of the, uh, the Ukraine uh, war and all that, David? Well, when you see an invasion versus uh, so you're calling it a war. And where do you come down on the Gaza uh, thing? Are you a uh, defender of oh, Israel? They're killing, or? Uh, there, there's oil underneath it, right? You're familiar with a war or with the oil nice. find underneath yeah. Gaza? Thank you, David. So it's mer- merchants in the temple. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.